Welcome back to the Doberman Podcast. This is your host, yours truly, El Doberman King. So today we're going to cover, very quick, bringing your Doberman puppy home. I'm getting a lot of messages about this on our Facebook private group that we have, which is uh, Doberman Training Techniques on Facebook. It's a private uh, group. Just go ahead and answer the questions that they have there. You can join. I personally manage that page. So you can see the training methods that... I recommend and the training methods that over 14,000 members recommend right now. So it's a pretty neat page. It's about training. It gets to the point. And everybody is kind, nice to each other. You know, you can ask a question. People are not going to, you know, lynch you. They're not going to, you know, those uh, K ladies are not going to show up and, you know, try to bash you online. So relax. You can ask anything there. Everybody was at once a first-time Doberman owner. Okay, quickly, what do I recommend getting your Doberman? Very fast. A good sturdy leash, leather, cloth, okay? Choker for the beginning of training. Okay, shh, me, I'm doing a podcast. Tranquilo, please. Everything's okay. Okay, choker for the beginning of training. A lead leash, okay? A lead leash, very strong. Okay, sturdy because you're gonna need that, and it's better to get a very good sturdy one at the beginning than to be buying consistently leads, 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 leads. No, get something sturdy at the beginning so that way you don't waste your money. Buy a muzzle. Okay, I love muzzle training, it's something that has to be done with a Doberman. Better safe than sorry, it protects you and protects your Doberman. I will get into details about that in another podcast. Next, harness or a vest. They need a harness or a vest, which is important. I'll explain that to you because you need body control versus neck control. You have two things. You have body control and you have neck control. Okay, uh, real quick, I have Mayweather here. It's his birthday today, so he wants to get on the podcast. And we have uh, signs of uh, vultures. So I'm going to let you hear his command real quick. I'm going to ask him what's going on. Kiss that. Where's he at? Where's he at? So he's protective of vultures. Doesn't like any large prey birds flying around the area, around the cabin. And he protects. So he runs. He chases them. Of course, he's not going to catch them. He can't fly yet. But uh, that's his hobby. Gets him burning some quick calories. He goes out. Has a good time. He... I get to practice his command. I ask him who's there. He goes to check. All right, back to the puppy. Collar, leather or nice strong. Um, choker for the beginner training. Lead leash, harness, muzzle, okay, and shoes. Get them shoes. You want to get all these accessories that are necessary at one point or another out of the way. Because let's say you visit Arizona. I lived there for over 15 years, Miss Arizona, shout out to all my friends and out there in AZ, shout out to all my mentors, all my ex-business partners, all my homies, I miss you guys, I'll be seeing you guys soon, and shout out to all the Doberman owners out there in Arizona too, that you guys are part of our Facebook training group. So let's go, you go to AZ, it's June, July, you're going to take him out for a walk. That You can't take your Doberman out on that pavement, he has to wear some shoes, you have to protect your shoes. Don't forget the rule. If you can't put your palm on that pavement, 
If you put your palm on that pavement and it burns you or it's too hot for your hand, it's too hot for your dog. So don't risk it, get the shoes. So what do we have? We've got collar, choker, lead leash, harness or vest or both, shoes, muzzle, okay? Water bowl, large water bowl, large food bowl, okay? That's basically what you need, a chew toy. Let me add a chew toy, you need a good chew toy, okay? You need to give them toys. You need to designate what they can chew on and what they can play with, all right? So you buy them something that has to last. So there's nothing I could recommend yet, and I will later on because I don't know many of them that have passed the test, and I've done some trial and error with some products that I've bought, and not many of them have passed the Doberman test. The things that have passed are the custom harnesses and vests that I had made by a saddle maker in Colombia, and the lead leash that you use for a, for a horse. And his collar too was made by somebody that makes saddles in, uh, in Otavalo, in Ecuador. So we need to find something that you need to find something that's very strong and sturdy. Better safe than sorry. All right. So that's your list. You're bringing your puppy home. Need collar, choker for the beginning of training. Need a lead leash, a very strong one. Vest, harness, shoes, muzzle. All right. So that way you can get all that training out of the way, get your true toys, get your Doberman accessories, whatever else you want to add, that's on you. But those are your basics. Get them so you can train him and get that training out of the way early. So that way they, they, they don't feel like all of a sudden, okay, why after a year you want me to wear a muzzle? Why after two years you want me to wear a muzzle? So they understand. If you go somewhere and a muzzle is required, you have your muzzle. So I always pack my muzzle, strong lead leash, a harness, their towel, and I'll explain the whole list that I pack when I travel with my Dobermans. If I just go see a neighbor five miles away, or I go to another city, another country, I'll tell you exactly what I pack, what I need for the Dobermans. So I learned it's easier just to pack for them and maybe I can buy myself some clothes on the trip. So there is the list of things that you need and I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I do not use prong collars. I do not use shock collars. I do not use vibrating collars. And I do not use enclosed crates or kennels. Okay? I'm going to explain to you why I don't, my personal opinion and my techniques, why I don't use that later on. But to me, that is unnecessary if your Doberman is properly trained. All right, so remember this. Alpha role means being the provider of love, food, water, and shelter. All right, so they need to know you're in charge and they need to know they, they can depend on you and they're gonna do everything in their power to please you as a Doberman owner. Right now, you might be in shock. You might be like, wow, what did I get myself into? Damn. It's not like I saw on YouTube or it's not like they said on the, on the group. No, it's not because a lot of those YouTube channels show you the Doberman acting at their very best behavior, all right? Anybody can get a ball, stick a hot dog in there or uh, whatever, and your Doberman, of course, is going to pay attention. If you haven't fed him or given him breakfast or he hasn't ate the whole day, he's going to do whatever you want him to do. You want him to fly a plane? Maybe he can fly a plane. You never know. But... He's going to do that. What I like to show you is what reality is. Because 
I, same thing happened to me. I saw videos and I'm like, oh, this is so easy. I got this. Then I was like, nope, this isn't about doing it once a day. No, this is about being consistent. If you want your Doberman top notch, well behaved, release, go say hi, sit down. I'm in a meeting. He sits and he waits and he lays down while you're talking in a meeting. Don't bark. Get off. Go to sleep. Get in the car. If you want those type of commands, you want to be able to impress people and them telling you, wow, it's like you speak to him like he's human and he listens to you. I had this one guy one time, I was doing pictures for him and and he was uh, posing in front of a graffiti and I was telling him to pose and he would move and he'd move his neck and he'd start posing. And a guy walked up to me and he hit me on my back with his newspaper lightly. He's like, wow, he's like, that's amazing. He's like, you train my kids? I was like, no, I don't train kids. I just do Doberman, this is my guy. No, I don't do that. He goes, well, I'm very impressed. So this guy, instead of walking up to me and telling me the horror story about a Doberman that you're going to get, as soon as you get a Doberman, you're going to get the Doberman experts, the ones that have never owned a Doberman, that know everything about a Doberman, about how their brain continues to grow, outgrows their skull, they lose their memory, they lose their, their, their sense of smell, they lose their sense of sight. I mean, the stories go on and on. And, I, and I'll tell you in some podcasts the stories that I've heard and my response to those stories. Okay? And um, you're going to get those stories from people. And don't let that discourage you. Don't let that bring you down. The first thing they're going to do is, like, oh, do you know that dog is in the most uh, dangerous lists? You know, and some... You're going to get that from a lot of people. So just learn to smile. Yes, you know, I understand things. Walk away. You can't argue with those people. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no winning with those people. They, they're stuck on their opinion, what they heard or what they saw on Google or they saw online. And you're not going to get them to get away from that opinion. But if they see your dog well behaved, they see the way he behaves, they're not worried about what kind of dog he is. He's a Doberman. That's why I like to say Doberman versus dog because I don't like to call my dog a dog. He's a Doberman. I'll explain to you guys why later on. But they're not worried about that he's a Doberman. They're like, damn, this guy's pretty well behaved. And they're impressed. So they're more worried about how awesome he's behaved versus how bad people think they are, you know, based on their reputation. All right. So um, I hope you enjoyed some of these tips. I, um, I'm going to continue to upload some more podcasts. Um, I'm going to do this, you know, telenovela style, you know, those telenovelas that you see on, uh, on Netflix, those series, you know, you got the ones that, you know, every season they have six, eight episodes. And then you got the telenovelas, you know, every season they got 142, 200, 350, 60 episodes. So we're going to do some telenovela style because I like this podcast. I could just talk about a subject, just talk about it, give you guys, you know, some input. It's easier than doing videos. It's faster than doing uh, posting, which I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop doing any of that, but I'm going to continue to feed you guys some more podcasts so you can you know, understand so you can hear my opinions and hear my experience. And maybe that day that you lose, you know, you're discouraged. It's happened to me. It happens to everybody. You're discouraged. You're like, wow, what did I get myself into? This is not like everybody said it was going to be. You know, I've got a baby T-Rex here. This guy's a dinosaur. As soon as I put that leash on, this guy's bucking like a wild bull. Everybody goes through that. Don't worry about it. Everybody does. There's no Doberman that you get 
at 8, 10, 12 weeks. Okay, you ready? Good to go. Sit down, sleep, lay down, go, sit, meeting time, go, go. No, it's not going to happen. Okay, it's up to you. It's a process. Be consistent. Daily training, schedule. Dobermans thrive in consistency. All right, guys? Have a blessed day. I'm going to continue to upload some more podcasts. Please listen. That way I know people are listening. This is helping out. And it encourages me, motivates me. And it gets me to give you guys some more information. Have a blessed day. Train daily. Be consistent. Use the law of attraction. Your host, El Doberman King. Y nos vemos muy pronto para los episodios en español. Les prometo que los voy a hacer prontito, ¿ok? Un buen día para todos.